Get ready, soccer fans. It's time for another episode of Columbus Rapids Weekly, your in-depth look at news, scores, and highlights from around the National Indoor Soccer League. Here's the voice of the Columbus Rapids and your host, Richard Holdridge. Welcome to Columbus Rapids Weekly. I am your host, Richard Holdridge. We have got a special guest. It's midfielder of the New Mexico Lightning in the Premier Arena Soccer League, Tanya Chavez, as she's a big fan of the Rapids, and we are going to talk about the season and preview these upcoming games. This is a weekly podcast dedicated to the Columbus Rapids season, and we've got a big weekend coming up. I normally have Matt Austin on this podcast. You know, he's got a busy schedule. I know I've got a busy schedule. We want to try to do a podcast every week and possibly have a guest on. We've had success the last four episodes. Had both coaches on, had Casey Hall on, and last week we had Roger Castellano. As the season progresses, I'd like to get more guests on. Let's go ahead and get right into the show after... A successful weekend by the Columbus Rapids women's team. They picked up their second victory on the season by beating the Fayetteville Fury 6-3. And they are now 2-5 in the NISL in third place. Olivia Jarrell had one goal and two assists. Casey Hall also had two goals. Columbus jumped out to the 3-0 lead. Every time Fayetteville scored a goal, Columbus had an equalizer. So they were comfortably in the lead all the way until the end, and Columbus will focus on their triple header coming up. Three games and three nights. How about that? The current standings in the NISL for the women's teams, the Memphis Americans have an 8-1 and one record, followed by the Rome Gladiators, which surprisingly, they only have four games so far on the season. Carly Banks was the leading goal scorer in the NISL, but they only, they've only played four games. Right now, the leading goal scorer is Ashlyn Jones, followed by Olivia Jarrell. Columbus in third place in the NISL with a 2-5 and five record, and the Fayetteville Fury are 1-7. and seven. Moving on to the men's team, they suffered a defeat to the Fayetteville Fury, 6-1. to one. Fayetteville, with that win, remained undefeated at 6-0, and oh, and then they traveled to Memphis and dropped two games. So right now, the Memphis Americans have a half-game lead over the Fayetteville Fury, on the men's side, Columbus is 1-6, followed by the Rome Gladiators at 0-4. So looking at your leading goal scorers, starting with the women's team, Olivia Gerald with seven goals. She also has four assists, and both categories lead the team. That comes in for a total of 11 points. Casey Hall, right behind her with five goals, three assists. She has eight points on the season. We have a tie for third, Martina Necrasis. And Brittany Conway, both with two goals and two assists. And Megan Byers, who scored the first goal in franchise history with two goals. She did have a goal in that Fayetteville game. She has two goals on the season. Brianna Conley picked up a goal and assist. She's got two points. Kalia Utsi with a goal and assist. She also has two points. And rounding out the goal scoring, Emily Burke and Danielle Gray. So the Columbus Rapids women's team... They will face all the teams in the NISL this weekend. Starting with the game on Friday, they're taking on the Memphis Americans. Eight and one on the season. This would be a perfect opportunity to take on the best team in the league and the leading goal scorer in the NISL with Ashlyn Jones. Saturday is Chick-fil-A night, so if you bring your receipt from a Chick-fil-A, you'll get a free ticket. The women's team will take on the Fayetteville Fury, who are one and seven on the season. 
On Sunday, it's Faith and Family Night. If you bring your church bulletin into the Civic Center, you will get half off your tickets, up to six tickets, and they are taking on the Rome Gladiators. That same day on Sunday, there will be another game in the NISL. The Fayetteville Fury will take on the Memphis Americans. Looking over at the men's team, the leading goal scorers, you have a four-way tie between Braden Wood, Clayton Adams, Niall Torricelli, and Ethan Allure. Actually, Brandon Cervantes leads the team with four points as he has one goal and three assists. Other goal scorers include Stephen McIntosh and Daniel Duran and Manny Chavez. Goalkeeper Freddie Zamudio has a save percentage of 73% as he has saved 46 shots this season. Looking at the goalkeeper for the Columbus Rapids women's team, Bria Riancho has a winning percentage, a save percentage of 75% as she has 42 saves on the season. So we are almost at the halfway point in the NISL and both teams looking forward to this three-game series, three games in three nights. I know that I am looking forward to it. Hopefully, I'll have Harrison Davis on as the color commentator, as he always does a great job. And we've called two games so far, and it's been a success. I really am very blessed that I'm part of this franchise, this organization, and this team has started to come together. And uh, that's exactly what they are. They are a team, and the best is yet to come. As head coach Miguel Galindo and head coach Eddie Miranda has got a vision for where these teams are trying to go. Don't forget that the next Off the Walls Coaches Show will be this Monday night at El Carrizo Restaurant, the 21st, President's Day. We'll recap the three games that happened over the weekend. And then after that, the teams will go on the road for the next two games. The 24th of February, they will travel for the first time this season to Fayetteville, North Carolina at the Crown Complex to take on the Fayetteville Fury. Then they will turn around on the 1st of March to take on the same Fayetteville Fury. The next home game will be Thursday night, March the 3rd, against the Rome Gladiators. Then they go back on the road to take on the Memphis Americans on Saturday. So that is going to be a busy road trip that first week in March when they have to go up to Fayetteville and Memphis, both in one week. I sure am looking forward to these matches as we get ready to wind down the season. All right, it's time to bring Tanya Chavez on the show as we will talk everything Columbus Rapids and we will break down what has happened so far on the season. We'll be back in a few. And welcome back to Columbus Rapids Weekly. I'm your host, Richard Holdridge. Filling in for Matt Austin is my co-host, Harrison Davis who is also the color commentator for the Rapids broadcast on the National Indoor Soccer League's YouTube channel. I know we're excited. I'm excited. I know you're excited about this weekend. Three games in three days, starting with Friday's game, the Columbus Rapids versus the Memphis Americans, which I know that you're excited about that. And then... I believe Saturday morning you're turning around and playing in a soccer tournament. Yeah, I got a few games to think about. I got to switch modes between player and commentator, I guess. All right, and um, best of luck to you in that tournament. I saw the bracket. It looks like it, if, if all goes well, you'll you'll be playing a couple of games Saturday and then playing in the championship game on Sunday. Hopefully. You also have, 
Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, good luck. And hopefully uh, we can have some great broadcasts. We're going to be having three games in three days. Going to play all three teams. Friday, the Rapids. Women and men's team are going to play the Memphis Americans. Saturday, the back to playing the Fanville Fury. And then on Sunday, going to play the Rome Gladiators. Harrison, your thoughts on getting to play all three teams in the league in one weekend? Oh, man. It's going to be such a cool weekend. For the fans, of course, and I honestly, for the players, I mean, they they got to be coaches got to be thinking really hard right now about about how they're gonna try to pull out wins while still conserving their players and and having legs for the that second third game because that's gonna be tough. We are almost to the halfway point of the season in the NISL and the Rapids, they have quite the road trip after this three-game series they got to travel up to Fayetteville on the 24th of February of course it's a makeup mm-hmm. game from a game that was supposed to be played January 19th it was postponed due to inclement weather up in Fayetteville and then they got to turn around and play the Fayetteville Fury once again in Fayetteville on March the 1st your thoughts on them having to travel up to Fayetteville and then turn around and play another game in Fayetteville a couple of days later, do you think that they might just stay up there? I have little insight into that when it comes to, you know, I, I don't know what the major factors would be organizational-wise, player obligation-wise. I mean, I'll tell you if they can afford to there, they'd like to because that travel would be tough. And also, it is going to be the first time that the Columbus Rapids will be making the trip to Fayetteville, North Carolina to check out that crown complex. I'll be listening to the game. I enjoy listening to the Fayetteville broadcast team and the National Indoor Soccer League's YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, always. We're, we're probably going to have a watch party at Ivy Sports Park. But, hey, hey Harrison, so, so Harrison, we got a special guest on the podcast. Yes, sir. As... Midfielder for the New Mexico Lightning in the Premier Arena Soccer League, Tanya Chavez, has officially joined the Columbus Rapids Weekly Podcast for the first time. Tanya, I know you're a big Rapids fan. You've been watching all the broadcasts. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for for doing this. And, yeah, I've been watching games and listening to podcasts and all of that stuff. So I enjoy it. I am hooked. So you do have a special announcement that there's a possibility of playing the Rapids in a scrimmage during the summer. Yeah. So um, I was talking with the Dallas owner of the, you know, the owner of the Dallas North Texas image team yesterday, and he wants to put an all-star team within our PSL Southwest division and um, play a team or two in the NISL. And he said he talked to the commissioner about it already. And then I mentioned that I already had talked to Miguel Galindo of the Rapids and he was like, Oh my gosh, you've got to get me his number. I've got to get in touch with him. I would love to do more games. And so, yeah, it's in the works. I, I mean, I obviously have not talked to Miguel because we just thought of this yesterday, but um, we definitely want to do it. I think it'd be great. Oh, All right, exciting so- possibilities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I just think it would be awesome. It just, the idea in itself was, was an awesome idea because I've been wanting to tell Joe about, you know, about your league and everything. And he said, already aware of it. Um, and that's when he told me about doing a scrimmage with one of the teams, um, you know, after talking to the commissioner. But when he found out I spoke to Miguel Galindo, he, he even got more hyped on it. OK, so Harrison, since you tried out for the rap is and Tanya tells me that she 
has a desire to try out for the Rapids. Is there any advice you can give to Tanya for her upcoming tryout in the offseason? Obviously, just the usual be yourself. Miguel wants good players, and uh, from what I've seen and heard, I, I think just put everything you got out there. What else can you do? Tanya, I got to ask you, you're a midfielder for the New Mexico Lightning, and mm-hmm. you have watched the Rapids broadcast on the YouTube channel for the National Indoor Soccer League. Which Rapids player is similar to your game? Like, your game is similar to which Rapids player? I I mean, I think Brittany Conway. Um, and the reason is because she seems cool. very composed. I'm a composed player. Um, I see – I mean, she fa- passes the ball really well. She looks for openings. And that's kind of how I am. I like to pass, and I like to look for openings. I play very simple. I like to pass possess. And um, I do have really good ball handling skills. But I don't, you know, I don't dribble as much unless it's needed because I think passing is really what the game should be like. It's passing. It's a team game. Absolutely. So I just, I like, I like her play. Um, I, she's the team captain, you know. So uh, aren't you also a captain? I am a captain, but that, I mean that's not the reason why I was like, hey, let me like compare myself oh, to Conway. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I am the team captain as well. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I think my comparison is that um, I'm a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love I love getting assists. You know, everyone likes to score, but I like to assist. So we'll say that you are a versatile player. You got the scoring capability of Olivia Gerald. You've got the aggressiveness on defense of an Aaron Brady. You've got the fancy footwork of Bria Riancho. You know, she's our goalie. <laughs> and then uh, you got the leadership skills of Brittany Conway. How, how about that? Oh, and the striking <laughs> capability of Megan Byers. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Could do that. <laughs> well, well, I'll say I I love the way you describe yourself, though. I mean, that's never, never underrate a player that, I don't know how to say it, but m- makes the game look boring. Like, keep it simple. Like you said, composed, control the ball, pick your head up, and and make it happen for the team. Put the ball right where it needs to be and i mean that's a player that's a leader yeah i mean i just i learned um experience you know uh when i was younger i liked to dribble a lot when i played semi-pro outdoor for the albuquerque asylum in the wpsl my coach benched me because i was over there trying to dribble (laughs) and showboat and do tricks Mm. that was a lesson learned i'm telling you that much so (laughs) since then i changed i was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna pass um share the ball pass and yeah, I learned I learned from mistakes and good coaching. Well, Tanya, I don't know what you're doing to your weekend, but Harrison and I have a very busy weekend as we got three games and three nights as it is a President's Day weekend extravaganza. Mm-hmm. It's really a true homestand as we're calling games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And Harrison has got his hands full because he is going to play in a co-ed tournament at the Columbus Civic Center Saturday morning. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Um, I have an extremely busy weekend as well. We're actually going to Dallas for our three matches uh, for the month. So we play, yeah, we play San Antonio. We have a doubleheader Saturday. We play San Antonio at six. And then right after that, we play the Dallas Select. And then Sunday, we play the Dallas Image. Now, is there a video broadcast of your games? Does does anybody broadcast your games at all? So um, the other teams will be streaming it. So the San Antonio Slayers usually stream it on their Facebook. It's nothing compared to what you guys have. It's like somebody using their phone usually or like a little camera. And mm. then the Dallas is going to 
they said they're going to stream it from the facility, the Soccer Plaza Arena Facebook page. But yeah, like us personally in New Mexico Lightning, we just don't have uh, the enough bodies to go this weekend to, to use our own stream. But I usually post it on my Facebook. I'll share it um, after the game and stuff, and you can watch it anytime. Oh, cool. I definitely will. How many minutes are you are you thinking you're going to be playing in those three? I mean, that could be a lot of minutes across a short amount of time. Yeah, it's totally unpredictable. And I, I mean, I think this weekend I'm actually going to have to play some defense because we had a player that plays defense. Not um, She hurt her quad last week, so she's not mm-hmm. able to go. And me being versatile, I'm going to play some defense this weekend and move somebody else into the mid. But it's probably going to be quite a bit. Um, we usually do two to three minute rotations. We partner up and you just switch out with that person and that's it. Right. Um, but it's a lot. And then I may have to hop in goal in the second game. I don't know. We're just a little, we're, hey. we're a little messy. We're a little oh, messy this weekend. Kind of like, <laughs> like what Niall Torricelli did in that last game between uh, Columbus and Fayetteville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. That might be the second game for me. I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, we're like I said, we're just a little bit of a hot mess right now. We had some, some things happen in the last few days. Yeah, um, it happens. You know, that's that's the fun of it. I love this game, and as a captain, I will do anything the, for the team. So I'll play wherever I'm needed. Absolutely, Tanya, you are a fan of the NISL. You watch the broadcast. I I want you to give me your MVP pick mid season. Is it Ashlyn Jones for the Memphis Americans, Olivia Gerald for the Columbus Rapids, or Carly Banks of the Rome Gladiators? Or Who wins else. MVP in the NISL right now? I think Olivia Gerald. She finishes so well. She, I mean, she's just got a nick for the net. It's just she hits it, it goes. Um, I think she's all around great player. Uh, and I, I mean, you know, she started off strong. She, she had a bunch of goals at the beginning of the season, and she just hasn't stopped. So I want to go with her. And that I is think- a great pick, Tanya. Um, Ashlyn Jones. Uh, she is the leading goal scorer in, in the NISL. I don't know if you've seen any of her broadcasts, but she had a hat trick against Columbus in the first game. It just, these goals come easy for her. Carly Banks was the leading goal scorer, but the Rome Gladiators have only played four games so far. So she's now, she's third in the league in goal scoring. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I haven't seen many Gladiator games, uh, but I have to check that out. Um, Next week, I'll have more time to catch up. This week has been difficult with preparing for the weekend but yeah i need i have a lot of catching up to do with some games with your league because i the last time i watched a game was last week yeah so. you got your own uh, your own entire schedule to worry about i mean i'm i'm the same way of working my regular job i i'd love to to show up and be able to you know have seen everything going on but really it's you, you got to be where you're at yeah yeah exactly yeah i i i gotta catch up um i the other part is olympics i've been kind of hooked on that at oh, night yeah <laughs> oh tough break for the usa hockey team oh yeah. man yeah that 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 was a that was tough for them to to mm-hmm. not to medal again yeah right. they were yeah. looking strong oh but it's hey tough. Tanya, I got to say congratulations to your New Mexico Lobos for knocking off the Wyoming Cowboys. They were ranked 22nd in the nation, and they beat them. I know. They, yeah, it was like a 10-point deficit. And um, 
I was kind of shocked because the Lobos have been struggling. The men, the men have been struggling. They've not had a great season. And I know we had home, you know, we were at the pit and we did it at home, but yeah, that was incredible win. I think we needed that push and I mean, conference tournaments around the corner. So we're third to last place in the conference right now. So maybe, you know, they play Colorado state tomorrow and then San Jose stay in the weekend. So we'll see what these guys come up with. Good luck to them. I, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I mean, our Rapids men. They, they've, they've shown that they've, they've got something, and maybe, maybe this weekend can be a, a, a big moment for them to, to really put it together. And I hope that they put it together. Uh, this is what I'm hoping for this weekend, that both the men and the women's team come out with three victories each. Mm-hmm. Like they, they sweep all three teams. We have the home field advantage. Hopefully the fans will come out. We have some promotionals on Saturday. If you go to Chick-fil-A, I don't know if they have Chick-fil-A's in New Mexico, Tanya, but if you go to Chick-fil-A <laughs> and give the receipt at the box office, you will get a free ticket. And then on Sunday, if you provide a church bulletin, it's faith and family night on Sunday you'll get 50% off all your tickets, up to six tickets. So we're hoping to get some fans out to the Civic Center. I, I Really, Tanya, I'm I'm tired of the Columbus River Dragons, our hockey team, really showing us up. On Saturday, <laughs> they had 6,000 fans at the Civic Center for their military night. Oh, and, and those games are fun. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm tight with Zach DeBozart, the play-by-play guy for the Columbus River Dragons. Dana Barker always does a great job as the public address announcer. And uh, we, we got a little crew here. At, you know, Aiden does the public address announcing for our Rapids. And we have our game day guy. I can't remember his name, but Harrison does a great job doing the color commentary. And, of course, Matt Austin, great photographer. He's one of the oh, best. Yeah. And, and oh, he's yeah. also he also has called some games with me, and he's you know the co-host on this podcast. You know, thank you, Harrison, so much for filling in for him. By the way, oh yeah, Look, love it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, oh, I've, yeah. I've heard both of you guys, Harrison and Austin, um, on your guys's broadcasting. And one on one game, you were saying that you were talking to Austin. And I think you were saying, "Hey, you're going to go down to the field, take pictures." <laughs> I, I'm hearing that so. But yeah, we do have Chick Fil A here, and it's one of my favorite places to go. I love that place. Nice, yeah. See, I didn't know exactly what New Mexico had. I know that they probably have a Carl's Jr. and not a Hardee's. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what Hardee's is, so yeah, Carl's Juniors. We do have that. Okay. <laughs> same. It's the same thing. It's same. Carl's Jr. is called Hardee's here. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I have to look at that stuff. Um, I'm still planning to go travel to the Rapids, so I mean, maybe I'll look at that. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. We'll give That's you a tour it. of the town if we. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta let me know, like when, like when you plan on coming into Columbus, mm-hmm. so I, I, I can finally meet you face to face, and just let me know if there's anything you need when you're in Columbus. Uh, yeah, I mean, what it's gonna happen in the summertime? You gotta yeah. like, coordinate it with Coach Miguel. That's one of my plans. We're going to probably see what makes more sense and then see what goes on with this all-star thing as well. Um, of course, I got to make that all-star team, you know. I, so, yeah, everything's in the works. But oh, yeah. God definitely. willing, <laughs> God willing, it's going to, you know, all happen. Well, I really uh. do uh, appreciate you being a guest on the podcast. Um, 
Harrison, is there anything that you wanted to ask uh, Tanya before we let her go? Everything. I want to ask everything. Yeah, pick her brain. You know, she <laughs> she's one one of the one of the best. Uh, just a strong leader. Just uh, a, just love soccer. I mean, I I, I know that you two would get along because you both love soccer. I'm I'm just a play by play guy that just happened to get lucky. <laughs> well, well, I mean that's how I feel. Stepping into your world, I, I mean, shoot, I hate the sound of my own voice, so I'm just trying not to think about it. But uh, no, I mean, honestly, I, I just want to hear you talk about uh, your your upcoming weekend and uh, how you're how you're approaching uh, the, the these crazy games. Uh yeah, I mean, you know, our plan, our game plan is to pass possess and play simple, as I was mentioning earlier. Um, we're just, you know just going to use our talents we we do play well as a team together we swing the ball um that's that's basically our plan is to to pass possess and save our energy because we are taking limited subs we don't have as many Mm -hmm. subs going down there with us so we have to conserve energy especially for three games and then the double header on saturday um so yeah we're just that's our plan um and then to have fun that's the most important thing we just we're just going to go down there and have fun first oh yeah Um, because, I mean, soccer is fun. So, yeah, we're just going to go have fun. And, we, I mean, we just feel very blessed to represent New Mexico, um, especially in the women's side. There's more men's teams than there are women. So uh, that's, a other, that's the other plus. This is our third season. And mm-hmm. we are just, you know, we, we support ourselves. It's out of pocket. We don't really have sponsors. So Right, right. Well, yeah, Tanya, I'm, I'm just in awe of – professional women's soccer players you know i have two daughters and i just looking out for role models for my kids and you know maybe one day they'll want to play soccer but like people like you and people like olivia gerald and megan byers and Brittany conway i mean they've all been great and i've really been blessed to get to know them and uh, they've become role models for my kids that's, I mean, that's top notch, you know, um, that's what we want to do here. And we can't play home games because we don't have the facility, the size, you know, and, mm. you know, we don't have the three lines. We don't have a big facility um, or very many. The one that we could only ask for, they have their league games, adult league games. And if you didn't, I'm sure you didn't know, but New Mexico was shut down for 15 months. We were not allowed to do anything. For oh, yes. Because the pandemic. Yeah. So the indoor arena that I asked if we could host games was they just said, well, we need to catch up financially to stay open so we can't host mm-hmm. you guys at all. So we don't have home games and therefore we can't inspire young girls like in person at home games, but on paper we can. Um, but yeah, that's my plan. You know, a lot of, a lot of young players know us. They know our team. They, they know, they know me personally because I put myself out there and I've been playing soccer for so long, played for two now two semi-pro Albuquerque teams. I mean, my hometown in Gallup, I, I'm going to go do a session for the kids down there sometime this summer. Oh, those game day clinics are so fun. Yeah, and I can't wait. They've been asking me, and I told them, you know, once it gets warmer and hopefully we can lift the mask mandate because I don't want the kids with the mask and running. It's hard enough on us. It we is. have to do it here. Right. So, um, but yeah, I look forward to it. I I want to inspire kids. I mean, that's the most important thing: boys and girls, not just girls. Boys and girls. I, mean, I appreciate we, hearing we, we've that. We've got to get we've got to get a Columbus Day game game day clinic going. Yeah, well, so I mean, one one side of me you haven't mentioned is I'm actually a board member over at uh, Sousa Smith Station. That's right. Soccer. 
and that's and just hearing hearing you say that tanya is is i mean that hits the spot for me because that's that's what it's all about when you at the end of the day you know you you play for you you play for your teammates but then you you step off that field and and it's it's the impression you you know you have on on all those kids because mm-hmm. they're they're looking to be the next you and more you know and that's that's really awesome yeah um, I mean, that's, that's what it is. You know, I love, I mean, when I played on asylum, we played home games and I used to go and talk to the kids and, you know, give them high fives and stuff. We did clinics all the time and I just, the smile on their faces and, you know, I just, it, it makes me, it, it makes me want it more. I love it. Like, I love kids so much. Mm-hmm. It's a, they're great. They're great people. Oh, I don't, yeah, no, I feel like I, I know you guys, like, my, you know, for a few years or whatever. Um, I feel very comfortable. I, and I, I just, man, I just appreciate you having me on and letting me oh, do absolutely. this. Oh, absolutely. And I appreciate you being a fan of the league. I appreciate you listening to the broadcast. And just keep your support and good luck with the tryout in the summertime. And, and just keep me posted on what you plan on doing. I definitely will. Yeah, I got to, like I said, get in touch with Miguel. I just don't know when's a good time to call him or because, you know, just to set everything up or talk more about that all-star thing, too. Um, <laughs> I'll try to call you. Yeah, he'll call you. Yeah, he did call me before. But actually, this weekend, I'll have, you know, maybe I'll try him next week and discuss more things. And we, you know. we discussed a possibility. I talked to the owner of the Rapids, Jason Gibson. We talked about a possibility of having an NISL All-Star game. And the oh. thought came in across my mind when there was a two-week break. The entire league was not playing games for two weeks. I'm, I'm wondering yeah. why they made the schedule that way. And maybe there's a possibility as the league expands that we could have an, an NISL All-Star game. Oh, that'd be cool. And I, yeah. I'm saying play like another league. Like, you know how, like, uh, MASL2 or the Premier Arena Soccer League, you know, there's other arena soccer leagues out there. Mm-hmm. There is. And, like, I mean, there's a East Division in our PSL. You know, they've got the Cincinnati Sirens, the Chicago Mustangs. There's other teams up there. There's a team in Wisconsin. and nice. They've got more. Yeah, there's only two divisions on in the women's side, the East and the Southwest. The men have more. Yeah, there's so many, like you said. Now you 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 tried out for the WPS, right? I did. I tried out for the St. Louis Athletica. They were the WPS, and then I tried out for the Houston Dash when it moved to the NWSL. Okay, because uh, a long time ago we used to have a team in Atlanta called the Atlanta Beat, mm-hmm. and, and they yeah. only lasted two seasons. But Carly Lloyd was on the team, and Hope Solo oh, wow. was on the team. Yeah, I remember. I want. I almost tried out for that team, and I I don't remember what stopped me. I was devastated when they left because I actually thought yeah. they played their their home games at Fifth Third Bank Stadium, which is the home of Kennesaw State University. I used to live five minutes from the stadium. It would have been amazing to like take my kids to go see women's professional soccer, but the yeah. league folded, mm-hmm. and you know the Atlanta Beat left. <laughs> they left right around the same time as the Atlanta Thrashers, so that was that was a dark day in Atlanta sports history. But the Atlanta Beats' best player was Carly Lloyd. I mean, that that was pretty cool that she played for the Atlanta Beat. It, it was only one year, but it still, it it was a great well, one year. Talking yeah. about all all, I mean, just leagues and stuff. That's I mean, that's what's so cool about 
about this league in ISL where the you know the men and the women it's it's one package deal it's it's tied together it you can't have you know one side failing out or you know just suddenly going away it's like no we're 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 all along for the ride and i i don't i wish more leagues were like that where you know we we've got MLS for instance and you know, it, it took so long to get women's soccer their their own, you know, running league that, that was that was worthwhile to the players to actually, you know, be a place to to have their regular season instead of just having to watch them play on the, the national team. But it's, I don't know, it's just I wish we looked at things like that more often. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean I agree with that too. I sure do. Just real quick, Tanya, uh, building off of, of, you know, earlier, uh, what, what do you prefer, uh, you know, thinking about having to conserve energy you know, you can't just be going all out all the time, knowing you have not just a whole game to play, but two more behind it. Uh, do you prefer a, a higher energy approach on offense or defense? Do you, do you like to kind of, you know, like maybe sit back and absorb pressure and then hit hard on the counterattack or, or control the ball, you know, stay in possession. And then when you lose it, you know, as a team, press, 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 win it back and then settle back in. Uh, it's the, the last one you said, um, just compose the ball and pass possess. And yes, if we lose it, try to get it back immediately. Um, cause I mean, if we like, especially this weekend, we cannot just like sh- kick the ball downfield and chase, you know, we've got to just work as a team, work it up as a team. And if we lose it, we're going to defend immediately, um, to conserve energy because like I said, we are not taking many subs. Um, so we've got to conserve our energy and, and do our best in that. Um, but that's how we always play. We usually just. Uh, pass possess. Uh, we go about forwards, backwards, diagonal, whatever it takes to keep the ball. Mm-hmm. We swing it left to right. Um, so, yeah, we just whatever we can. Um, we're trying to get our keeper because honestly, like on the defensive end, sometimes we can use the keeper off to the side, or she can use our feet. So, um, yeah, we try to do that not so often, but we're trying to to get into that habit. Uh-huh. Of using her just just outside the goal box there on the side, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but that's only if there's the other team's not pressuring us, because then you leave an open goal. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean that's that's the that's how we're gonna approach it, and that's how we always do as as New Mexico Lightning. That's what that's our game. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Hopefully those Facebook feeds are clear, but yeah, eventually we'll have them on my Facebook page. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Tanya, we really appreciate you guest on the podcast. Good luck this year. I, I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, I'll definitely hit you guys up and uh, bring you a New Mexico Lightning shirt. Yeah. Oh, we- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always. Definitely. And thank you again for having me on. Anytime. I, you know I'm game. Well, I look forward to supporting you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and good luck with your games this weekend. And, you know. Hey, next season you should try out again too. I might. Yeah. L- little little fitness would help. But thank you. Yeah, yeah of course.
All right, that was Tanya Chavez, the midfielder for the New Mexico Lightning. Harrison, thank you for filling in for Matt. Uh, you are a great co-host. Uh, looking forward to having you back on the podcast as well. And thank you for everybody for listening to this podcast. This is Columbus Rapids Weekly. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Have a great night, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Columbus Rapids Weekly. Check back next week for more news, scores, and highlights from around the National Indoor Soccer League.